How's it going? Hey, it's going all right. <laughs> Wait a second. Ah, how's it going? Yeah, there you go. Let me turn this down a little bit. Oh. Okay. How's it going? How's it going now? Pretty good. One more time. Let's go. <laughs> I turned the. <laughs> Yes, uh, we're very slowly unpacking boxes, putting up shelves, put together a wardrobe this morning. Mm-hmm. I am tired. No doubt. But at least you got there. And I have a weekend coming, so there's hey, a, right, can do, some, do a couple things. You know what we could do mm-hmm. is a show here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. Yeah, and um, the air conditioning just came off. Right, so would you turn the AC off? Sorry. Hey, speaking of extraneous noises... Uh-huh. Let's see. We've got somebody outside doing some uh, sanding. Uh-huh. Uh, we got little girl singing away in her in her room for uh-huh. quiet time, so called. It might actually just get noise gated out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is got below somebody forty eight. So yeah, got, got somebody, somebody 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 taking a shower, mm-hmm. and I've got a little baby next to me. Although finally, it seemed like her soothing pacifier did the trick. Mm-hmm. So I think I think she's sleeping. Which is why you're a little sotto voce. Yeah, or probably sotto voce. No, it's voce. Is it? Mm-hmm. One C is, it is voce, or is it Italian? two C's is voce? Mm. Italian. Okay, but in in Latin it would be. There's no. I pain. think it would still be voce. Voce. Hmm. Pretty see. Pretty sure. Okay. Vici. Yeah, it would be. Veni. Mm-hmm. Vidi. Vici. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Get my Latin squared away. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've just listen, been listening to Latin talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hippest <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the side of. The daily source code, which, as everyone knows, <laughs> today we source. are going to conjugate <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of verbs. What's this then? Romanes Aeontovus. People call Romanes, they go the house. It, it says Romans go home. No, it doesn't. Hmm? What's Latin for Roman? Come on, come on. Romanus? Goes light. Anus? Fogative plural of Anus is. <laughs> Annie? Romani. Aunt? What is aunt? Go. Conjugate the verb to go. Here, uh, eh. Uh, is it imus idis aunt? So aunt is? Uh, uh, third person plural, uh, present indicative. Uh, they go. But Romans go home is an order, so you must use the. Yeah, imperative. Which is? Um, 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 e. How e- many Romans? Plural, plural, ite. Ite. Thomas? Huh? Nominative? Huh? Go home, this is motion towards, isn't it, boy? Well, speaking of sorting things out, <laughs> you are really upset about uh, the ending of The Empire Strikes Back. I mean, mm. hopping mad. Uh, yes. <laughs> Furious, even. Uh, okay, so I was just thinking about themes the other day, and every time this happens, every time I watch this thing or listen to the soundtrack, maybe, 
The finale <laughs> comes when Luke and Leia are on the hospital ship, if you want mm-hmm. to call it that. Wherever yeah. ship Luke is re- recovering mm-hmm. and getting his hand and whatnot. There's a big swell of the music after they say goodbye to Chewie and Lando mm-hmm. going off to search for Han. And the music swells with the love theme. The, right. The Han and Leia theme. And uh, we'll put it we'll put it right there. We'll, yeah, okay, we don't put it right there. And Look. immediately at the climax, I would say, the literal climax of that phrase, it switches into the the title sequence. Yeah. Yep. And it just throws me right out of that mood. And mm. I, I think it makes, I think it cheapens the moment that we're witnessing. I would, I would much rather have heard a softer transition through the credits mm-hmm. that I think that would have been really powerful to lead yeah. it that way. But <laughs> because it just smashes back into that theme, it's like, oh, that's all in good fun, everybody. Right. Wasn't that a great <laughs> children's movie? Right. George. Yeah. It's he <laughs> movie didn't, for kids. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he was still thinking along those lines, I'm sure. Hmm. Despite who was it, Irving Kirshner? Yeah. Kirshner. Irv. More serious approach to that mm-hmm. film right. when he took over. Uh, I'm sure it would have been less effective dramatically mm-hmm. if uh, if George had, had stayed at the helm. Sure. But Kirsch is a serious director. Yeah. So he, even when he's doing funny things. Uh, mm-hmm. But but uh, but yeah, he, he he knows how to create a dramatic moment. Yeah, and, and that was it. Arc within <laughs> the, the arc, and, yeah, it's, it's the the movie with the most poignancy in the entire series, and yeah, and there is a, it's a, it seems like a a clash to me. Yeah, it's it still out. brings you back out and 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 tells you this is just a yeah a serial. It's just a movie. It's just a just yeah. a pulpy bit of fun. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a that's a minor complaint from an old man. If that's the, well, if that's the worst we of my old man, so. <laughs> that is the thing. If anyone deserves to criticize, it's us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are white and we are middle aged, sort, sort of kind of. Yeah, that's a, generationally though. To be fair, that is what we do. We tried to be activists, and we were just there. were just weren't enough of us <laughs> to overwhelm the boomers at that time. Yeah, I suppose so. Now there's half of us, half of us are evil technocrats, and the other half are still the same cynical, I wouldn't say whiners, but but the same cynical mm, nihilists, would you say? Ooh, not nihilists, defeatists, fatalists, no, possibly. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> nihilists, probably not mm, so much. Yeah, maybe not. Fucking Nazis. They were Nazis, dude? Oh, come on, Donnie, they were threatening castration. Uh-huh. Are we going to split hairs here? No. Am I wrong? Well, he... he man, they I'm were a... nihilists, man. Huh? They kept saying they believed in nothing. Nihilists. <laughs> Fuck me. I mean, say what you want about the tenets of National Socialism, dude. At least it's an ethos. No. I, I'm often tempted to just blanket describe our generation, but of course... Almost all of the Karens and uh, almost all of the Zuckerbergs 
<laughs> are all Gen Xers. Yeah, sadly. That mm-hmm. <laughs> seems to be the case. There's a whole lot of, okay, boomer, mm-hmm. boomers being fools and things like that. But, yeah. ooh, it's it's on the cusp. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's plenty of boomers right. and Gen Xers that get mistaken for boomers. Yeah, our generation may have only been half evil, but that evil half <laughs> really <laughs> makes up for it <laughs> by... By, by have, having created and sustained social media and its attendant technology. One, two, three, not it. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm even more lefty than I grew up. So I'm, oh, I'm yeah, fighting fighting against. And I, I was pretty lefty when I, when I grew up. After I grew past, let's say, my I'm, man, I'm, I'm uh, Mr. Charitable today, huh? Mr. Generosity <laughs> of Spirit over here. After I grew out away from our religious upbringing. Mm-hmm. And then that was before I really knew much about politics, except what we were told by our parents and schools. Indeed. I think it was probably when we got into high school with a, a sizable political contingent that, mm. that uh, I, I started to learn about what, what politics really were like, what social <laughs> issues were important yeah. and stuff like that. Well, I don't know about that. Mm. I do remember... One guy, um, let's see, was he the class ahead of me or two? Uh, I, I won't say his name. The guy was running for class president, hmm. and you know they were doing the just like on in the movies. They were doing the speeches. You know, we were all in the auditorium. They'd come on stage and each do their speeches, and a couple of them were lame, and mm-hmm. one was serious. And then then this guy comes on, ultimate frat boy, <laughs> and he stopped short of you know San Dimas High School football rules, <laughs> and a giant American flag unfolded behind him. Wow. And <laughs> cue cheering crowd, and he won by a landslide. Man, don't remember that. Yeah. But it sounds I like politics. It, yeah, yeah. And so that's when I <laughs> had my most um, <laughs> eh, personal dose of, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that crap really works. Right. <laughs> uh, I have to go to work once again. Mm-hmm. So we have two music shares to get through. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, I have one that's called Firefly's Lullaby. Uh, The Firefly's Lullaby. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is by a man named Paul Abro. I don't know why I'm faking saying O on that. I I did did just listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, tell me more. (laughs) Fake. (laughs) I look forward to listening to that. Lights are down, fire's high, we're burning Our skins are turning different colors of the sun The moon is hanging high above the ceiling Cicadas tap their rhythms on their drums Close your eyes I promise that world will wait till morning Fireflies fly my child And take you to dreamy land They're gonna help you understand What goodness and kindness can do And probably build a better world for you
born in South Africa and um, I think by the time he was in high school his uh, family had moved to United States Philadelphia if I'm not mistaken so he came over here and he's been doing some uh, this kind of folksy music he lists a lot of his uh, his influences the Beatles of course mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Simon and I forget if Bob Dylan was in there but the usual I wouldn't be ben Morrison. he has a very Dylan like presence in this song I'd say the structure and the the arrangement I would say and uh, style mm-hmm and I was asking you why he sounded familiar to me, mm-hmm. and then you brought up uh, after you listened to it someone that that mom had listened to a lot of, yeah. uh, Michael Franks. Right. And I didn't remember his name. I just when you brought up his his tune, <laughs> what is it? Popsicle toes. That was when it struck me. Yeah. So I was like, ah, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a very casual. Mm-hmm. That was the word I was searching for. The that, that's earlier. a good word to put it. A, yeah, a casual vocal style I know today's your birthday and I did not buy no rose but I wrote this song instead and I call it popsicle toes it seems like and no doubt he is he practiced for long hours years to, to really nail Cultivate. his style. Yeah, to, to, to be practiced uh, mm-hmm. as a singer, which you do if you're a serious musician. Vocal is the same way. But mm-hmm. like a lot of other things that seem easy when you listen to it or casual, it's the result of uh, a lot of practice in mm-hmm. maintaining that style or making it effective, I would, I, I would think. Making sure yeah, make- that all of your words are, are fully present. That you're not dropping off and <laughs> mm-hmm. just losing sounds and, and words. Yeah, making it seem casual mm-hmm. professionally is difficult. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so we, we came across this with uh, Little Girls Music Time mm-hmm. uh, a few days ago. And it does have a, a, a real sweet animation to go with it. But, but it had that sort of nostalgia for me mm-hmm. you know, uh, aspect to it. And I thought, oh, besides it being a nice song, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, I gotta, gotta ask Marcus about this because hmm. I knew there was something back there. <laughs> right. Someone, someone, <laughs> some in connection. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's what I hear. All right. How about yours? Mine. Well, I discovered Annika van Giersbergen through listening to the Devin Townsend album. Uh, Devin Townsend hired a couple singers for two successive albums several years ago. Uh, one only did one thing with him, but the other he kept working with for for and still does occasionally i guess now for uh, his subsequent albums uh, because they click so well and because she is such a fabulous vocalist mm-hmm. um, one of the strongest voices that i can that i can think of and she is equally good singing beautiful soft melodies as she is belting out a metal lyric Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he, uh, the first thing he recorded with her was an album called Addicted with an exclamation point. And every song on there also has an exclamation point. Um, 
So uh, she featured on a few things on that album, including a re-recording of his song Hyperdrive, which, you know, sounds like this. Through that, I started following her uh, wherever I could. Um, I think she's Dutch, uh, is very well known in, in the Netherlands, um, and has continued to, I guess, expand her popularity, the knowledge that she's great, because she keeps collaborating with and being guested on other, other projects. So this particular one is called Let the Light In, and is the, the uh, Camerata Zuit. I think it's a small, small string group, small orchestra, and not as small as a chamber, but electrified and really kind of a standard rock band with them. The it is a an orchestra-backed performance of many songs, uh, some she's done before, and some that are just I, uh, almost standards, I guess. You would, uh, I think, people would recognize some of the ones. Heute Nacht oder nie, bist du bei mir? Probably people would. This one, however, yep, is called Metal here. Jungle, and I think she first recorded it as Agua de Anik, her former band, and uh, it is just stunningly good. You try, you can get off, you don't 
Cool. Today I learned about the about uh, Benelux, the Benelux Union of uh, Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg. Right. First letters of each of those. Uh, kind of the confluence of those three countries uh, has a geographic and cultural and economic partnership. Yeah. Partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting that they that uh, I guess it's been since the 40s, yeah. uh, 1940s. Yeah. Very, very long time. Yeah. So they released their album through that location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good for good for her. Good for them. I'm I'm very glad that she is getting some well-deserved attention. Mm-hmm. Um, she's I would she, I would guess she's at a level of fame that I would really enjoy. Not so famous she can't walk down the street in America and in Europe you can do it because I don't know, they're not as aggressive. <laughs> usually, usually. Yeah. It's uh, in demand and doing the thing you love um, the way you want to do it. That's is all all you could ask I guess as a musician. I reckon so. Wonderful stuff. I, I highly recommend listening to this album. It's it's uh, mind-blowingly good. <laughs> well, if you want to blow our minds, yeah, do okay, your, thank you. take your best shot. <laughs> at bros at it's just called two brothers.com. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, tweet, you can tweet at us at IJSU2B. Uh, just uh, distract yourself from the, mm-hmm. the daily outrages as you stay informed. Indeed. Oh, a waking baby oh, means we gotta get out of here. Gotta go. And uh, <laughs> I do have a newsletter that I just got a new subscriber for, so I will be doing something very soon on that i feel Excellent. like i'm obligated again to yeah. put something together it's uh everything just fell over a cliff when pandemic happened and did not seem important so i'm, I'm reassessing my whole creative output okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> do we need to insert a dramatic orchestral blast <laughs>